morning. Thank him. He has sent you help this early morning. Whatever issues you have given unto him, give him thanks to the same intensity. Father, we give you praise and glory for sending us help from above. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Please take your seat. Give the Lord a big clap. In this covenant of prayer this morning, it's testimony time. Please, let's listen attentively to these documented testimonies as we follow, as we engage. Number one, career breakthroughs. Amen. I give all glory to God, the God of this commission, and the inaugurator of Matthew 6.33. He has not left himself without a witness again. When operation compelled them to come, which happened between the 18th of April and the 1st of May, was declared, I made up my mind to engage by praying and reaching out to souls. So I woke up to pray in the early hours of the day before going to the covenant of prayer, which I attended on my way to work. I also engaged during my break periods at work. On the second day of operation compelled them to come, the award committee of my organization came from the head office to interview me as one of the nominees for an award. I continued in the place of prayer and reaching out to souls. To the glory of God, I emerged in the second position as the best teacher in my district. Let's appreciate Jesus for that. I am less than five years in this profession, but the God of this commission has chosen me to decorate and lift me up. In addition, I had a pressing accommodation challenge, which God also miraculously solved. Indeed, Matthew 6.33 works, and God is not a user, but a rewarder of them that serve him. In addition, eight of my students received international awards. To God alone be all the glory. Testifies Ekundayoev. Please let's appreciate Jesus for that testimony. Number two, healed of cancer via soul winning. Make that bigger for Jesus. I was diagnosed with breast cancer in May of 2015. I traveled out of the country for treatment. After the full course of the treatment in January, the doctor saw lesions in my lungs and breasts which had gotten bigger when compared with the previous scan. This confused all the medical people involved, and I was told to start another round of chemotherapy. I refused and told them that if the first one did not work, then there was no guarantee, there was no chance that the second round would work. Meanwhile, about 8 million naira had already been spent treating me, so I knew this was now between me and God. I therefore engaged in kingdom advancement prayers and prayed all the 60 prayer points every day. I chartered a cab and went out for outreach, sharing tracks and telling people to come and meet the God who healed me of cancer. Meanwhile, my breast was burning with pain and I had lost weight from 85 to 59 kilograms, yet I did not give up. I told myself that this is the last straw needed to break the camel's back. I hadn't been to Canaan land this year, but I came to church with two people the following Sunday, the following Sunday service, with my faith fully charged. On Tuesday, I went for a series of scans and blood tests, 
to the glory of God, all the symptoms which were seen in the previous scan of February 6th were no more there. You can appreciate Jesus better for that. Hallelujah. My health is totally restored. I am healed. God's word never fails. Testifies Ezioma Mbagu. Please, let's rise up this morning. Let's lift up and answer God. With loud voices, let's really magnify God for these testimonies. Lift up your voice, lift your hands to heaven, and just give God the glory this morning. Appreciate him and celebrate him from the depth of your heart. Give him thanks and give him praise. It's worthy of praise. Celebrate him for those testimonies. They are the doings of the Lord and they are marvelous in our eyes. Make sure your voice of thanksgiving is heard on high as you are giving glory, honor, and adoration unto his name. Celebrate him our God is faithful. This is his doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Father, we thank you for these awesome testimonies. We bless your holy name. Now, thank him also for the answers he has given to your prayers. You know that you have not prayed in vain. You have not prayed into storage. But you are convinced that he has heard you and answered all of your petitions. Will you give him all the praise? Give him all the glory. Give him all the honor. Thanksgiving is a mystery that brings about divine performance. Give him glory for the answers that you are convinced you have received on the altar of prayer already. Give him all the glory. And now begin to ask him to speak to you this morning. All the people gathered early in the morning for to hear him. There is a word for the day and instruction for the hour. I've come to hear you, Lord, this morning. Speak to me again and let your word transform my life. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Father, this morning we have come to give you all the glory. For what you have done, we thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your mighty hand that has been at work in our midst. The evidence and some of the testimonies that we have heard again. We give you all the praise. And Lord, our eyes are upon you this morning. We ask that you speak to us again. Let your word transform each one of our lives. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Somebody believe, say loud, amen. Give Jesus a big hand and please be seated in his presence. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turnaround. So shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ. From scriptures, we are made to understand that the Holy Spirit is the Lord of the harvest. In Matthew chapter 9 and in verse 38, Jesus speaking, he said, Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send laborers into his harvest and from scriptures we are made to understand that when the holy ghost showed up in the book of the acts of the apostles the church erupted in growth from 120 individuals gathered in the upper room to 3120 in one day that is a multiplication of 
25 times on their initial starting point. In Acts chapter 2, verse 41, it said they that gladly received the word were baptized. And the same day, not over a number of days, the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So we see that in, as soon as the Holy Ghost came on the scene, the harvest began to manifest. In Acts chapter 4, verse 4, another day, we see that 5,000 were again added to the church. In Acts chapter 5, verse 14, the Bible says, multitudes both of men and women were added to the church. What we see from the scripture is that the Holy Ghost is actually the Lord of the harvest. He is the one behind the harvest. And that's why it becomes important for us to understand how to engage him in order to see the harvest that God has ordained for us in this season. Our exhortation for this week, therefore, shall be focused on engaging the Lord of the harvest for supernatural church growth. Engaging the Lord of the harvest for supernatural church growth. And we're going to begin this morning by looking specifically at how he manifests as the Lord of the harvest. Number one thing we discovered this morning is that the Holy Spirit supernaturally drafts multitudes into the church through his mighty rushing wind. He supernaturally drafts multitudes into the church through his mighty rushing wind. In Acts chapter 2, verse 4, down to verse 6, when the Holy Ghost came down on the day of Pentecost, the Bible makes us to understand that they were all filled. Let's start from verse 2. Acts chapter 2, verse 2. Let's start from verse 2. The Bible tells us, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And then we are told that there appeared cloven tongues as of fire upon them, and in verse 4, it said they were filled with the Holy Ghost. So the mighty rushing wind was the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. And by verse 6, what happened? The Bible says, when it was noise that brought the multitudes came together. So according to scripture, we are made to see that the Holy Ghost is a mighty rushing wind. Mighty rushing wind. And what he does is to draft in the multitudes. We have a picture painted to us in the book of Numbers chapter 11 and verse 31. It said, there went a wind from the Lord and it went to the sea and brought quails from the sea and let them fall by the camp as it were a day's journey on this side and a day's journey on the other side and round about the camp as it were two cubits upon the face of the earth. The wind went and brought the quails and caused them to fall by the camp. It's important for us to understand the power of wind in the natural. When wind is at work, it moves both willing and unwilling objects. The wind does not seek the permission of what it will move. It simply moves it. If there is something in the way of the wind, the wind moves it in the direction that it is going. It cannot say, I'm going left. If the wind is going right, it must go right with the wind. It's important for us to understand that that is part of what occurs when the Holy Ghost begins to operate in the lives of men. We have heard testimonies of individuals saying, I don't know what kept bringing me back here. That's the wind of the Spirit. Keeps driving them with or without their permission. 
bringing them into the house of God. So the Holy Spirit is the wind. He is the one that drafts in the multitudes and causes them to flow in. In the book of Isaiah chapter 2, and beginning from verse 2 down to verse 3, God's word declares this and it shows a picture of the end time church. It says, it will come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. Take note. And shall be exalted above all the hills and all nations shall do what? Shall flow. The word flow is something that is utilized when we talk about water. But flow does not go upward. But the Bible says that even though the mountain of the Lord's house will be at the top of the mountain, it says what? They will flow. There is something that must be driving them in order for them to flow upward. That's the wind of the Spirit. It moves them in directions that they will not naturally go. Water never flows upward. It flows downward. But when the wind of the Spirit is at work, it moves them towards the house of the Lord with or without their intention or permission. That's why we keep invoking the wind of the Spirit. Go forth into our harvest field and begin to draft in the multitude. Begin to draft in the multitude. When you look at that scripture very closely in Numbers 11, it didn't say that the wind went and then the quail came. No, it said the wind went and brought. So there is a bringing power of the wind that has the ability to draw men into the house of God. And that's what we shall see in this prophetic season. The wind of the Spirit will go forth across Lagos, across Ota, across all of the environs and begin to bring men in, begin to draw men in, begin to draft men in. Somebody believe it, say loud, amen. I said somebody believe it, say loud, amen. What else? The Holy Ghost, through his irresistible sound, gathers multitudes into the church. So we have seen that he does it through the wind, we have seen, we are seen here now that he does it also through his sound. Remember in that book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 2, it said there that suddenly there came a sound. There came a sound. Not only was there a wind, but there was a sound. And the Bible tells us in verse 6, when this sound was noised abroad. So there is a sound that the Holy Ghost perpetuates that begins to draft in the multitudes to the house of God. Isaiah chapter 5 and verse 26, he said, it will lift up an ensign and it will hiss unto them from the ends of the earth and they will come with speed swiftly. He will hiss unto them. He will hiss unto them. You see, there is a sound in the realm of the spirit that men will always respond to. He says that there is this sound that when the Holy Ghost comes, he said they will come with speed swiftly. They will start rushing towards the direction of the sound. That's what we are saying the Holy Ghost does. He causes his sound to be heard. And that sound is irresistible. Shout hallelujah. I say shout hallelujah. You know, the Lord says something concerning the king of Assyria. He said, I will cause him to hear a blast. And when he hears that blast, it will be as though he has been wrong in the nose and he's drawn back to his nation. I will cause him to hear a blast. So there are sounds in the realm of the spirit. You may not hear a physical sound, but there is a sound in the spirit realm that pulls men in the direction that God, in, God intends. That's what the Holy Ghost does. It causes men to hear that sound, the sound that they cannot resist. And they begin to rush. They begin to run. They begin to dive 
into the house of God. Shout hallelujah. In this season, we shall see that sound blasted forth on our behalf. You believe it, say loud amen. I say, you believe it, say loud amen. That's what God says. So God makes it clear to us that the Holy Spirit comes forth manifesting as the wind that drives individuals with or without their permission. Secondly, it comes and manifests as an irresistible sound, that which no man can argue against, the one that no one can reason against, the one that no one can resist. And as a result of that, they begin to rush in to the house of the Lord. And that is what the Holy Ghost does. That's why he is the Lord of the harvest. But it's important for us to understand that these ministries of the Holy Spirit must be engaged for us to see them at work. They must be engaged. We have the responsibility of engaging these ministries of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 11 and verse 13, he said, if you've been evil now to give good gifts to your children, he said, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? So we engage him by asking him. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 9 and verse 38, we saw earlier, he said, pray ye the Lord of the harvest. So you don't just wait for the Holy Ghost to manifest. We pray him into action. We pray him into manifestation. We call upon God to see these ministries of the Holy Spirit manifested on our behalf. Praise God. So we don't wait. We engage him on the altar of prayer. In the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 14, we see how the Holy Ghost came down. He said they were together in one accord and they were praying. And then in chapter 2 and verse 1, they were still together in that attitude and atmosphere of prayer when suddenly the Holy Ghost came down. So there is the need and necessity to engage the altar of prayer. The Bible tells us in the book of Acts chapter 4 that they were together in prayer and the Bible says when they had prayed, the place where they were was shaken and instantly the Holy Ghost came down. They prayed and then suddenly there was a shaking. Acts chapter 4 verse 30 verse 31 and we see verse 33. As a result of that, great power and grace came upon them. Shout hallelujah. It says, and we, let's look at verse 31. Verse 31. And, they, and when they had, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And what happened? They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. So you can't separate prayer from the manifestation of the Spirit. As they engaged in prayer, suddenly the Holy Ghost came down. And as a result of that, another turn in eruption. So we don't wait. We engage him on the altar of prayer. We engage him on the altar of prayer. Shout hallelujah. So i like each one of us therefore to understand as we keep taking our position on the altar of prayer, we must keep invoking the Lord of the harvest, the Holy Ghost, to take charge of the harvest to come down as the mighty rushing wind moving men with or without their permission moving them with or without their intention into the house of god we keep praying down the holy ghost to come as the sound that they cannot resist calling them forth into the house of god and then when that is done we shall begin to see him manifest in unusual ways in this season the spirit of god will come down as the mighty rushing wind a man shall be rushed into the house of God. It will come down as that irresistible sound. And they will come 
unrestricted into the house of the Lord. Shall we rise on our feet this morning and just lift your hand? Holy Spirit, you are the Lord of the harvest. Take charge of the harvest this week. Take charge of the harvest this week. Take charge of the harvest this week. Invoke his help on the altar of prayer right now. Invoke his help on the altar of prayer right now. Take charge of the harvest this week. Take charge of the harvest this week. Come down as the mighty rushing wind and rush in the souls of men, the souls of women, the souls of the old, the souls of the young. Rush them into the kingdom. Rush them into this church this week in the name of Jesus. Come down as the mighty rushing wind. Come down as the mighty rushing wind. Come down as the mighty rushing wind. Are you praying this morning? Come down as that irresistible sound. Let there be the blast that they cannot resist. In their spirit man, drawing them with the cords of love into your house. All through this week, in the name of Jesus, we are invoking this multifaceted ministry of the spirit to go to work on our behalf and bring in the harvest like never before. Thank you, Father. Lift your hand, lift your voice and give glory to God. Father, thank you. And blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Now, no one engages the Holy Ghost for the task of God and remains powerless. The Spirit of God is the Spirit of power. As you and I continue to engage him, we shall keep changing levels in power. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Another day is here, loaded with opportunities. For the advancement of the kingdom, opportunities for the advancement of his cause. Speak to the day and declare what the day must deliver. It is what you declare that God will deliver. Therefore, speak to the day right now. Speak to the day. Speak to the day. Speak to the day. No muttering of words. Make clear declarations. Do it with confidence and assurance. Do it with confidence and assurance no muttering of words speak assuredly this morning make your declaration this day is a blessed day is a loaded day is a result filled day is a testimony day in the name of jesus christ so shall it be in jesus precious name we have prayed as you have declared this morning so shall it be this day is blessed. For you, it will be a day of testimonies. It will be a fruitful day. A testimony loaded day. This is the first working day of this week. All through this week, things keep working for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, so shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Don't forget, we have a morning and evening prayer Revival sessions taking place 8 to 9 and 5 to 6. For those on our way to work, take advantage of every opportunity, both on the altar of prayer and on the harvest field. And God who sees each one of our engagement in secret will reward each one openly in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' precious name. Let's share the goodness of the Lord together. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Peace. Welcome to 2021. New Year's Supernatural Turnaround. Then expect Turnaround to become your new identity from henceforth. Amen and amen.
you are blessed. Congratulate somebody as you go and be blessed as you do so.